Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of Moonshine and Music. I'm your host, Joe Shelton, and this is the Perfect Music Show. Before we get to our special guest for today, I want to tell you about June 30th. On June 30th, we're going to shoot nine episodes of Moonshine and Music all in a row, and the general public is invited to join us. So please go to moonshineandmusic.com or our Facebook page or our Instagram or our Twitter and find the flyer. It'll tell you all the details about who's playing and what time everything starts, basically all day long. We're going to start in the morning and in the evening. You'll love it. You're going to be the studio audience behind the scenes at a real television show. Well, I guess it's a real television show, but you know, we like to think it is. It'll be really cool, and you'll get to see some insights into these people, as well as insights into how we make the show. There's going to be food, drinks, music, and fun all for you, so go check it out at moonshineandmusic.com. All right, so today's guest is Chris Garner, and we really love Chris around here. He's a good friend of the show. He brought in chicken wings in a crockery for the whole crew the day that he came. That gets huge brownie points from us, and they were excellent. So thank you, Chris, for that. But also thanks, Chris, because your music has a special kind of uh, down-home feel. Makes you feel uh, right at home. You'll love his voice, and you'll love hearing about him and where he grew up and everything. And that's coming up right now on Moonshine and Music. everybody welcome to moonshine and music uh we've got um chris garner on today how's it going chris good how are you buddy oh man that's a tough one um i'm feeling a little bit cold and maybe uh, like a high fastball on the outside corner um so <laughs> this this show's supposed to be about you so what's the um uh, you know, we, we we put together a show here to work on getting to know artists better, and uh, so you know, tell us a little bit about how you grew up. Uh, well, I grew up kind of out in the middle of nowhere in uh, Paragon, Indiana, which is Paragon. Yeah, is Paragon, that? south of uh, South Martinsville. Um, kind of grew up, you know, riding a four wheeler, hanging so- out. So in the woods. What was the school down there? Uh, Martinsville High Martinsville School. Martinsville High School. Yeah. 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 What, what, did you, what was your parents? Uh, what did they do growing up? Was it a farm? What? No, no. It was just that's where they decided they wanted to live uh, away from everything in the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> was it a compound? Was this like David yeah. Koreshville? Yeah, or? Davidian complex. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, we we lived in town actually until I was in about fourth grade, and then. They got an opportunity to kind of get a little bit of property, and uh, so we moved out there, and I kind of switched school districts at that point, and it was a little culture shock right off the bat. Went from you know a place where everybody wears tennis shoes to where everybody wears cowboy boots and uh, hiking boots. It's a little culture shock right off the bat, but uh, I got used to it. So what, what, did, what, what did they do for work? Uh, my dad uh, owned a construction company, and uh, my mom, she worked. Uh, she worked at a 
shipping in shipping uh, department of a factory, and uh, then she also um, worked at actually Zydeco's there in Mooresville. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but the Cajun place. Uh, yeah, yeah. She was actually uh, the kind of the head bartender there for uh, quite a few years. And so uh, having uh, a little background in the Zydeco's, they do a lot of live music. Is that partially how you came to want to do live music, or? Um, no. Um, I think, I think it was just like fourth or fifth grade. I uh, got into a talent show contest. Um, some friends of mine had done it the year before, and I really wanted to kind of throw my hat in the ring and see what happened. And I kind of did a, a rap song. <laughs> and uh, what, what rap song? We, oh, we, it, we it was it was an original rap song. It was oh, you wrote an original. Yes, rap song. and oh. and beatboxed. It was ooh horrible. Are you gonna give us some beatbox later when you're performing? No, I don't. Or? I don't think I still have that in my repertoire anymore. That, that's but, been removed from the set list. Yeah, but uh, but we want the beatbox set list. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody out there wants the beatbox set list from you, Chris. You know, that's it's funny because it was one of those things where when you do something like that and you kind of put it out there and it worked and people clapped and you kind of get that goosebump feeling there for just a second, you know? I mean, it really, it's addictive. It really is, you know? And uh, kind of always been that kid that wanted to like joke around and get everybody's attention you know a lot of yeah. people so did that get you in trouble in school i was gonna say yeah a lot of people will tell you that uh it's uh annoying sometimes probably you know but uh i've always kind of been that <laughs> one that wanted to you know catch everybody's attention and have the spotlight on me and so that's kind of how it worked as far as that as far as you know just my personality type i guess and then about the time I was about 16 years old, one of my best friends, his brother was playing guitar and I saw that all these girls were paying attention to him. And I think it was a couple weeks later, I went out and bought my first guitar and uh, was like, I think I need to figure this out, you know, so. What was the first guitar? Uh, my first guitar was a Bentley uh, acoustic guitar, which is like the lower end of, a, of an Alvarez. Um, that's really the only acoustic guitars I've ever owned. I had a Bentley, I've had two Alvarez acoustic uh, electric guitars, and then uh, now I play a Yari. So kind of stayed within the same line of guitars, uh, just kind of don't know anything any different, you know. Well, you know, we're going to have to, like, throw a Gibson in your hand or a Martin or something, like, just later, just <laughs> yeah. to mess with you. I know, yeah. I've, I've sneak it I've in. I've played a few other guitars, you know, and uh, I, I when I went to buy this last guitar I just got, I, I went and played everything, and then it was just like, it's just not, it's not the sound I'm used to, I guess, you know, it's kind of like just a... A comfortability thing or something. Well, you know, I, I know that when uh, before I played guitar, I had a lot of thoughts of, uh, you know, why do they have so many different guitars? You know, like the guy will be switching the guitar out of the show, which you know, if you're a guitar player at all, you realize that most of the time it's just because they've got the guitar tuned differently, yeah. and they're just quickly handing it off so you don't have to stand there while I guess somebody tunes the whole guitar completely in a different way. Um, but sometimes it's for tone or, you know, the feel of it or whatever. And uh, But then some, once I started playing, I kind of felt like, you know, you, you kind of get the feel of how your guitar feels. And whenever you switch, it's kind of weird. So I'm like kind of in awe of those guys that play a lot of them. Yeah. I, uh, does, is that part of it when you were picking it? You go like, hey, it just doesn't feel 
the way the way I want it to feel. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I I actually used to play a dreadnought, and I switched over and uh, got a uh, grand concert. And you know, it's a thinner body. It's a kind right. of way like a folk guitar more, and uh, I I can't even like tell you like I've tried to play dreadnoughts now, and I feel like I'm playing a. I mean, to me, it's like playing a jumbo. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Just because <laughs> of the difference in size and everything. And now, so I bought the I bought the Yari, and I I bought the same exact style. Just you know, it's made a different wood and everything. And you do, you do notice you do notice a lot of tone difference. Uh, I played a show. My my guitar was in the shop, getting worked on, and I played a show with someone else's guitar, and there was nothing wrong with the guitar at all. It was a Washburn. It was a nice guitar and everything, but I I literally came off of the show and was just like, man, I think that was horrible. And they were like, what do you mean? It sounded amazing. I was like, really? Because it didn't sound right to me the whole time. And it was just, you know, a different tone of a guitar. Well, the thing about that is that maybe it made you play a little sharper because you were feeling like it was a little off. So yeah. you were like really paying attention to everything. Exactly. And exactly. then like, so everybody out there is like, they don't even know the tone difference because they didn't hear it the other way. Right, and they're yeah. like, man, that was really good. You know? Your other guitar doesn't sound that good. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even the guitar. It's just like you were paying more attention because <laughs> right. you didn't like the tone of the guitar. Uh, do you have you played electric ones? Uh, I mean, I notice when I grab an electric because, like, I play them sometimes, and uh, it's way thinner, but it's way heavier. Yeah. Right. So it's like you know, it's like there's there, there's plenty of room, but the thing weighs like a ton. So it's like on my neck, it doesn't weigh a ton. It just weighs like ten pounds or something. Right, but yeah. like compared to your, you know, two pound. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have played a few electric guitars. Uh, um, nothing really ever, like, regularly by any means. I've pretty much started playing acoustic guitar, and I've I've really never switched into, you know, I wasn't that kid that was in a rock and roll band, you know, and, you know, in the garage or anything with anybody in high school or anything. I just kind of, towards the end of being in high school, I bought an acoustic guitar and started playing at campfires, and I've kind of just kept that down the... Do you like playing around the campfire? Do you play like a bunch of campfire songs, or do, or do you have like certain things you want to, you know, pull out, or or do you like, you know, is that when you really get to your originals? Um, I don't know. I I've kind of I like to play those songs where everybody gets in there and jumps in. You know, that's the good. That's the great thing about a campfire atmosphere is, you know, if you know enough. Uh, I mean, it's Indiana right here, and you know. So if you know enough John Mellencamp and Tom Petty songs, you'll get a crowd at a campground, you know. Uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where you know you learn all those songs that everybody knows uh, for the longest times, and then you kind of try to fill in after that. But uh, some people don't want to hear somebody else's songs, you know. They want to hear the songs they know. They want it to sound like the radio, you know, at the campfires and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I, I've often thought that's weird that, like, at a campfire, they want it to sound like the radio. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, somebody ask me once uh, a couple of years ago when this was a hit, uh, can you play Blurred Lines? I'm like, no, no one can play Blurred Lines. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's an EDM song. I, I, do I look like I have a computer? I like have a little acoustic guitar here. It's not going to sound anything like Blurred Lines no matter what. I do with it. You know? Yeah, that, that's one thing I always try to. <laughs> I always try to keep the crowd guessing if I'm going to throw covers into my sets. I always want to, you know, have some really off the wall stuff that I bring out. And I, you know, I'll end up playing like, you know, like uh, "Wrecking Ball" by Miley Cyrus or something. I play that in one of my sets. Have you, you heard Carmelie's version of that? Fireball. 
Huh. Where they like, uh, it's about fireball whiskey. You know, the <laughs> no. fireball wrecked me. Right. Like the, yeah. the thing. So. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to go find that. I have um, to check that out. Uh, nice plug for Parmalee right there, by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> any old way, the... Um, you know, uh, we've we've geeked out about guitar stuff, but um, in terms of your songwriting, uh, you know, wh- what are, where do you get some of the ideas for those? Uh, I feel, I mean, I feel like I'm a, I try to be a storyteller. You know, I uh, I try to, um, but it, it's it's on true events. You know, I, I I write about experiences, and they may they're probably going to be more or less. You know, they're going to be fictitious by the time I get done writing the song, but it's going to take influences by you know things that happen in my life. You know, I write about um, just everything. You know, I've had a song about where I it's called Average Joe, where I and I feel like it's a song I like where that name. Yeah, where people, <laughs> where people, uh, you know, kind of see a guy standing up on a stage, you know, and it, it was it was really a you know a song that I wrote about playing a lot of you know shows with people's backs to you, you know, um, they say that's when you pay your dues, you know, or whatever, uh, you know, I, I I always make a joke and I was like I played a show where I had three old guys watching Sports Center and a drunk couple getting close to second base you know in the corner <laughs> and, and it's one o'clock in the morning on a wednesday night you know and the, so you know i wrote i that's where you know the that's where that song came from you know uh i wrote a song um it's called um castle and you know it's kind of about you know like the experiences i have i've had a lot of friends that have had a lot of you know problems with drinking and driving and things like that and you know it i've lost people in my life to drinking and driving and that that's what that is kind of about um it i just kind of you know like say you pick things from different points in your life that you you know because i mean how the heck else do i know how to write and in my opinion you know i i write about what i know so um you know you you, uh you know we talked about your younger life you got you have a family yeah yeah um, you're married and yeah, married. I have two kids, a little boy, a little girl, Cassius, Caroline. Yeah, how old are they? Eight and six. Eight and six. Fun ages. Like yeah, you've gotten past the you know can't sleep all night thing. And, yeah, yeah. They they're they're somewhat self sufficient. You know, there's not a whole lot of uh, you know wiping butts in my house or anything by any means. So well, thank God for that. That's, that's, that's the worst good. part. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, are they uh, are they musical? Uh, yeah, they both play piano. They take piano lessons, and uh, they like to sing. They like um, they like music a lot. We we kind of I try to push things towards them as like uh, things that I grew up with, uh, songs that I've that I love, and just kind of bounce ideas off of them. Um, they do not really think that I'm cool when I play guitar by any means. Uh, so you haven't reached they, the status of no, say Tom not, Petty in by, their eyes. By no means. Like when I play a cafe show or a coffee shop show, and they can go to it, um, they normally pick other things or try to find their friends that are available for them to go and hang out with, even though they could come. Yeah, they. Yeah, dad's not cool. Dads aren't cool. I guess you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I here's for the uncool dads. Is what I think. <laughs> Um, so when you uh, uh, you know you're you've got some a lot of original music. Do you have a record coming up or anything um, you're working on? Well, I, I have about seven songs right now that I've been working through. 
and I have about two or three more ideas I want to go with, and I'd kind of like to release something that's, you know, maybe five or seven songs, you know, and just kind of... Like an EP? Yeah, maybe maybe have a few ideas for the next idea, you know, but uh, I kind of want to get and uh, kind of go through those and see see where it all pans out at the at the uh, end of that. Are you going to do something acoustic? Or are you going to bring together like a band for it? Or um, I might I might have a few people accompany me in it, um, but yeah, it'd probably be more like an acoustic thing. Uh, you know, maybe maybe some uh, light drums or a you know djembe or something, and then a, you know probably lead guitar. Oh, that's that's nice. Um, so, uh, what song are you gonna do? Some originals for us today? Yeah, I, I have uh, a couple I'm gonna do. I do the I'll probably do the uh, average Joe and Castle, and then I have another song called Happy End. Um, I have another song. Uh, I've just kind of written it. I've been kicking it around. I I brought it with me. I brought I actually brought it on paper just because I don't know it all that well yet. I've, it's that new. Um, it's called Poked His Soul. I think I've only played it a few times. Uh, I played it at an open mic the other night and kind of got a good reaction from it. So thought I might bring that. I know uh, I don't know how long we'll have uh, as far as playing through those songs but uh yeah we'll we'll see there all right man well you got you know we'll have 15 to 20 yeah and uh but let's go let's get to that i'm I'm anxious to hear some music that's enough talking all right man uh thanks for being on the show we really appreciate having you thanks joe i appreciate it on Moonshine and Music. Eric Pettigo is in the studio. He's going to bring us his special brand of folk rock music. And you'll get to hear um, something that sounds kind of like this. I'll carry a parachute to catch me when I fall As I hold on to my divinity I'll carry a parachute to catch me when I fall I hold on to you To you Just 
just looking to feel the hole in his heart cause it's so damn so he gets out fix and he tells himself it's the last time he falls back into his chair as he lets out a final sigh he poked his soul today and threw caution into the Yeah. 
right. Uh, this next song is called. Um, let's see. Let's, let's do Castle next. This song is called Castle. Also known as Jackie's song. Whiskey bottle that took my 
I think I got one more for you then. Uh, it's called Average Joe. Come to 
Garner. Very, very nice, my friend. And I want to also thank Brent Smith because he provides us with the garage every week here on Moonshine and Music. And he's also going to be the host for the June 30th program where we have nine of these filmed right in a row. It'll take nine weeks for us to put them together and show them to you. However, we will film them all in one day, and you can come there and watch all nine episodes live. So go check moonshineandmusic.com for that information. Now, also, we want to thank our partner, Eat New Media. Go to eatnewmedia.com, and if you need a video done for any purpose, you can go there and get a quote on getting that done, and uh, the guys at Eat New Media will be glad to help you out with a very professionally done video, and they'll help you work on your branding or whatever you need to work on. So go to eatnewmedia.com for that. I also want to thank all of you for joining us through these 11 episodes. Please go watch the back episodes. Check them out. They're all out there. And if you're listening on iTunes and Podbean, you can find all the back episodes there as well. Please leave us some comments. Be sure to subscribe to the program. And I want to thank you once again for joining us here on Moonshine and Music. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Eat New Media in association with Not Less Entertainment. Producers for today's program are Brandon Lay and Joe Shelton. Be sure to join us next time on Moonshine and Music.